When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Welcome back to another episode, another edition of Today in Sports Betting. I am your host, Devin Ellington, at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter. Don't forget to find me as well as the rest of the team, the rest of the crew over at Hootball Gaming on Twitter. I'm at D-A-L-E-007. I think I might have said that. New listeners, welcome in. Past listeners, welcome in. Old listeners, welcome in. Everyone alike. It's a good space. Made possible by hoop-ball.com. Make sure you go to our website. Check that bad boy out. Aaron Bruski, the godfather, the Don, the Juan himself has worked very, very hard on that machine. And we got the VP, Dan Bespris, Papa Dan. He is churning out all sorts of off-season content for you. Daily fantasy basketball stuff still. It never sleeps. This is how our listeners win so much money and win their leagues. Brew, I guarantee, is already working on his award-winning 150 rankings. We got dynasty profiles, leagues of that nature, some foreign uh, scouting stuff, international player profiles. And it's still the playoffs. We're still in this season. I'm just talking off season for fantasy basketball. We have specific team coverage. Find the stuff you're into. And then venture over to the premium wager pass. Come join us. $9.99, 33 a day, less than a latte. About seven, eight handicappers. Tons of content written. We all sh- uh, ship out a ton of free plays on Twitter. We've all been working on spreadsheets. So you're going to have pure access to us soon. We're all working on side projects and contests. There is content galore for 33 cents a day. There's days you get about 30, 40 picks, especially if you're in the Discord servers. So don't forget to follow all of us. Dan is at Dan Best, Bruce, B-E-S-B-R-I-S. Brewski is at Aaron Brewski with the blue check mark. At Hootball Gaming, at Hootball Tweets. 
Hey, while you're listening to this show right now and the device is playing it, you need to go to Apple Podcasts if you are an Apple user. I am getting in your brain and I'm controlling you right now. You go to your podcast stuff. You pull this bad boy up because it's currently playing. Leave us a five-star review if you think it warrants it. Leave us whatever review you want. But we need those words. The words are what counts. So give us the words screenshot it and then send it over to any of us at the team you can also email support or team at hoop-ball.com with those screenshots we're looking to give away some free money we're trying to collect some good reviews screenshots of good reviews so that way we can generate some givings uh, because that is something that's very very important to hoop ball we love to give and the more reviews and all that good stuff that we get, the more we get to grow. And the more we grow, the more we get to give. Promo codes will be talked about pretty much in the middle of the show. Familiar listeners know that I... Uh, we'll do a recorded segment. You know, I try not to log jam the front of the show, but today's going to be a little bit shorter, a little bit more of a fast fire rapid shoot. It's Tuesday. I was in the lab a lot yesterday, so I think I know what I like today. I'm going to be able to just fire it off. We got tally site selections put in. It's a new week. Um, you saw Twitter. Tally site shared a bunch, a bunch of stuff, a good stuff, a lot of standings and rankings. Blake at Blake Lawage. One of our main guys here, he was in every single top five category just about for baseball. He hit number one. I believe Blake is the number one baseball analyst in a couple different categories on the whole season right now. And then Doug at Mel's Dynasty. That's right, M-E-L-S, then the word Dynasty. He, too, was in the top five in just about everything. And uh, yours truly was in there, probably not as much as the other guys, but I, I did lead a, lead the pack in a couple of big categories, and I'm making some improvements. I'm actually a bottom-ranked uh, baseball analyst on tally site. It's tough business. Baseball is tough, and this competition is tough. Between this and the 100-pick challenge, man, I'm learning. So fast and in the fire we go. So, without further ado, I've got some wonderful data I'm looking to break down today. I'm going to do it in the auctioneer style, and you're going to hear some weird Oklahoma twang, and we're going to get down and dirty with it. So, I'm going to reference ba- uh, dailybaseballdata.com today because they provide some wonderful weather tools. They do batter versus pitcher breakdowns, and um, another thing that's awesome is they give very specific uh measures for what a batter does to a hitter or I'm sorry a pitcher (laughs) and then on top of that they also break down you know team wobas and expected wobas and just all sorts of really really neat data I like sharing it Um, I like using it and I like talking about it it's a uh, website I use very, very, very frequently. So 
I will dig into some games very, very soon. All right, here we go. I had to open a file. Sorry. Okay, so, you know, because I like to download the sheet. Because that's cool. You know, they, they make it to where you can download it. So I'm going to pull up my card also. Get everything loaded here. Make sure we're good to go and we're gravy. I said we were going to go fast auctioneer. Look at me. My technology can't keep up with me. Six uh, 6.05 p.m. The Braves, the Phillies, Braves on the road, Drew Smiley pitching, the lefty, Aaron Nola going for Philly. I've already got over eight and a half locked in. It's gone up to over nine. I'm just going to – all right, so Philly, pretty bad. Pretty bad bullpen. They're just pretty bad in general. Um, Good thing they paid Bryce Harper all that money. Look what happened. They they can't build a team around him. Um, boy, oh boy. I'm trying to find some bright spots. Not a lot of at-bats or pitches seen so far for this uh, Philadelphia lineup against Drew Smiley. But if we look at Aaron Nola versus the Braves, there's a lot more sample size there. More specifically... With 50 at-bats, Freddie Freeman, he's got 13 doubles off of Nola. And, you know, Freeman, we just we know who Freeman is, so maybe we shouldn't spend a ton of time on Freeman. He's got the most at-bats. He's going to have the largest sample size. I'm looking for some, uh, you know, like this, maybe Ender Inciarte could be a sneaky, sneaky guy. Overall doesn't have a great average, but his WOBA is pretty high. OPS is decent. Um, ISO is above a hundred. So ISO is another thing that individualized can help us handicap. Austin Riley is ridiculous with a 353 ISO and 17 at bats against Nola. Nola is known to give up some runs from time to time. And then it, he'll do it by, uh, putting it in the air. And if anyone's going to hit a dinger tonight for the Braves, I mean, there's a couple guys that could. But I think hoop ballers. Let's talk about your balls. Yep, your balls and the area around them. Let's talk about manscaped.com. Go there and use promo code hoopball20 h o o p b a l l 20 use the promo code and go check out all the tools they have of trimming the hedges and taking care of your lawn like the lawnmower 3.0 with a built-in led light to help you get into those dark thigh crevices on the inner parts also the gooch it is hard to get to the gooch if you can't see it so use the LED light with the anti-tugless technology on the razor, full long battery life. Then check out the weed whacker. Bring that out of the shed. Use it on your shrubs. Cut down what you need down to bare minimum if you need to. 
It's got a nice anti-tugless technology, just like the lawnmower 3.0. It's also got a lithium battery. And best news of all, these things are waterproof. So that way you can do it in the shower and take care of business in the cleanest way possible. Hoopball20 is the promo code that's going to get you free shipping as well as 20% off. I recommend using it. I recommend getting the complete care kit with your free shipping and your 20% off. Spend a little extra, get a lot more. There's a good care kit there for us gentlemen. Face scrub, shampoo, ball treatment, and the area that surrounds our balls. I believe there's even a pair of underwear in there for our balls. So yeah, that's going to conclude the talk about our balls. Now let's talk about bets. MyBookie.ag is where all the hoop ballers take care of their winnings and where we place all of our wagers that we post in our article in the wager pass, as well as our free plays and our Discord chats. Yes, MyBookie.ag. Use promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L. Let them know that we sent you. Hell, specifically type in my name. I want them to know. But most importantly, you got to let them know what podcast that is. And it is Today in Sports Betting. You let them know that we sent you. And then we, as a family, get to grow. And then we get to set you up to reap more benefits. And that is what's important to us because we are here to help you win money. And that is why we recommend my bookie. Their slogan is bet, win, get paid. And it's quite simply that easy. Use Bitcoin to get going. It's a high recommendation of VM Center at Vince Miracle, our guy. It's a recommendation of me. It's so easy. Dan Bespris, the podfather, Aaron Bruski, the godfather, they get in there, they get going with Bitcoin, they get their money in and out, and it's easy peasy. Who balls the promo code? Use that. Let them know that we sent you mybookie.ag. Bet, win, get paid. Now, as a podcast, we have your balls and your bets covered. And without further ado, we have today in sports betting. This player just offers the best opportunity at that. Austin Riley just got pure power. Out of 17 at bats, he's only got four hits, so hitting 235. Slugging 588, OPS 866, Woba 361. So a great slashing line individually for Austin Riley. Against Nola, he's seen 60 pitches in total. So, and I wish that I was getting overall just a little bit more data for the hitter standpoint. You know, I know what I've got in uh, I know what I've got in these pitchers that are going today. And I know that both bullpens are bad. So over eight and a half. Drew Peterson, Bruce Zimmerman, over nine is where I settled in last night. Over nine and a half is the current line. This is the Mets, then the Orioles, New York going to Camden Yards. And look, 
I've been absolutely terrible on Mets and Orioles totals this year. But the fact of the matter is, the Mets offense is starting to wake up. Francisco Lindor's finally hitting. They're starting to get healthier. Dom Smith is a huge component. Uh, catalyst is a word. The, I think that's a word that folks use. He makes he helps this team go. Baltimore, Baltimore and Detroit cannot stop scoring runs right now. Baltimore in their last five. Let's just see. You know, they scored eighteen runs against the Indians. They scored four runs against the Indians. They scored three runs against the Indians. They scored six against Minnesota. Seven against Minnesota. Okay, so three of the last five have been overs. The 18 runs made it seem like they were scoring a lot more than normal. Cleveland scored 10 against them the game before that. So, I mean, double-digit runs have been scored three times out of the last five for Baltimore. The Mets on the road, um, their over-unders are usually a little bit better. They only have three overs at home, the Mets do, out of 20 games this year. Three pushes. Three overs, three pushes, 14 unders at home for the Mets this year. Wow. On the year 26 and 31 and one push over under push record for the Orioles. Look, you know, I tried to back a game that Zimmerman pitched in and I took the under. That was a bad mistake on me last time he was on the mound. Let's see if I can't take advantage of it. I've dogged on Peterson before. He's a lefty. Baltimore's got some real sneaky lefty hitters. And, you know, just to kind of show where these teams are at offensively. Um, they, they tend to uh, struggle in big gaps. But, like, right now, they're just kind of kicking ass, and it's going to be hard not to back them. Um, I really like what they're doing right now. Uh, the Mets with a complete offense is just kind of kind of good looking. So, moving on. To, yeah, make sure I wasn't skipping any games here. Let's talk about the Dodgers and Pittsburgh. Look. Dodgers are going to win on the road. It's the Pirates. Brubaker's on the mound. Bueller's on the mound. This will be a really fun pitching matchup that I'm looking forward to uh, to watching. So the pitching matchup is there. As a baseball fan, that's what I'm going to be watching. Um, I'm, I'm going to talk about games that I don't have actual plays on. I'm going to get them out of the way. and But I do have angles. You know, I have reasonings why I'm keeping them off the card. This is one of them. Just because it's that heavy, heavy underdog favorite thing. You know, Pittsburgh, one of the worst teams in the league, but they got Cabrian Hayes back. Going against a really good pitcher in Bueller. Brubaker actually does really well for Pittsburgh, one of the lone bright spots. Then you got Colorado, Miami, Cincinnati. On the road, Colorado's a lot worse. Cincinnati's pitching. Lopez. Pablo Lopez going at home for Miami. Miami's a huge favorite, minus 190. I just didn't see any value anywhere in this line. Plus 120 for the run line for Miami. I was hoping it would be plus 140 to plus 150, but still, even then, I don't like backing their offense. It's shafted me a couple times. 
a lot of a lot of times this year. And the angle I was getting at is just Colorado is so much worse on the road recently. Um, they have been having a lot of success, but you know they had that series against the Diamondbacks. We expected them to have success then. Oakland just scored a crap ton of runs on them in Colorado, so don't really have an angle on this game. Miami's starting to score more runs with uh, Jazz Chisholm back in the lineup. They got Miguel Rojas. They they got their Dickerson and their Anderson and uh, Cooper, you know, or Anderson may not be healthy yet, but Cooper's back in there. Uh, but, you know, Marte's starting to see the ball. So with that being said, I want to analyze this Miami team a little further. I think we could have some angles on them in the later parts of this Colorado series. Cleveland, Seattle, Bieber and Martinez on the mound. Okay, so we have a power horse and Bieber who's been making some great starts lately. And then we have the wild card, Martinez, who we took advantage of when the Dodgers crushed him for like 12 runs and two innings. Last start. Now, this is probably a game he'll probably go seven innings with two hits. So the anomalies are huge in this game. The risk factor is huge in this game, so I'm staying away from it. Arizona, Oakland, look, I – Yeah, that's why I didn't have anything. So the run line is minus one and a half, as always. But it's minus 110. You know, I think I'm 0-2 on run lines, you know, above, or I'm sorry, in in minus odds, 105 and up. So I'm going to stay away from that one too. I'm looking to view this Oakland team because they're getting hot. They're – starting to beat teams that they should. They're getting healthy. Chapman, Olsen, Kana. I think Loriano right now might be on the IL. I think he just hit it. Yeah, I think Loriano is still, still uh, on, the, on the line or the IL. Elvis Andrews, he's been a really nice surprising boost for this team. And then there's Tony Kemp that's going to be in the lineup uh, projected today. Steven Piscotti. You know, this this Oakland lineup, they're going to challenge Houston in that division. And if anyone's going to get it other than Houston, it's going to be Oakland. So those are the games that, as a baseball fan, yes, I'm interested in. As a better, no, I wanted to talk about them, though, however. Because overall, I will be making plays on them, or I'm sorry, picks on them in tally site, which kind of sucks. Well, I mean, I guess I don't have to. So I'm, I'm, I'm tweaking – Tweaking my selection cycle. As I slam my water glass. Houston and Boston's another one I want to talk about. Framble Valdez, Mike, uh, Michael Perez, or I'm sorry, Martin Perez. Both lefties going on the mound. Am I a fool for taking under nine and a half when Houston's batting against the lefty? Michael Brantley's questionable. It led me as Diaz also. Well, he's out indefinitely. Sorry. Martin Maldonado. I'm going to call this guy out because every time he hits against lefties, he is just an animal. Animal. He's a little known platoon catcher for Houston, but I'm telling you, if you like prop bets, 
you see some value that you like on his stuff, you've got to go with Maldonado. You've got to go with probably like, you know, a total base prop bet. I would suggest looking at doing his hits, runs, RBIs. He is so savvy against lefties. Then you got Yuleski, Guriel, and Bregman both hitting over 300 back-to-back. Correa's right there. Altuve, 349 against lefties. So look, look it. All right, so I this is a tough one because Martin Perez has actually been pretty decent at home. Houston's minus 120. Under nine and a half. It's now at 10. Wow. It's now at 10, so it's gone up. So if you want to get under 10, you can. It's at even money. So they're shading it heavy to the over, which, you know, I get it. But for Amber Valdez, you know, he's a really solid pitcher. And Boston recently, I mean, for the last, I'd say, six, seven games, at least, I mean, they have had their struggles. They just struggled against this Houston team. They struggled against Miami to score runs. They did sweep the Yankees, so I got to give them that. I forgot about that. And look, I was four or one and four the last time these teams played. So I'm not looking at any heavy exposure. And right now, I will even put that under nine and a half as a lean. You know, I'm holding on that. You know, this is something I need to dissect further, find out where my comfort is. My most favorite strong lean on this game will probably end up being just Houston to win, you know, minus 120. But I don't know. I don't know. That sweep against the Yankees could have got Boston going. Less exposure on this game today than I will have on the Royals tonight. Boston's going to be hard to get to 162. I haven't been making heavy, high-volume picks on them. Washington, Tampa Bay. I'm going under three and a half in the first five. We got John Lester and Glasnow going. Lester, his last two starts, not been too shabby. The thing is, neither one of these teams really walk a ton. So I'm hoping that these pitchers can keep guys off the base path. I'm hoping Glasnow can keep Trey Turner and Juan Soto down. Fairly simple. I think overall with the bullpen issues, the full game total of seven and a half could be in risk. Uh, But I'm looking to play a first five angle here. And there's just too much juice on Tampa Bay outright or on the, you know, run line in the first half. So I'm looking to branch out a little bit and dip into this under three and a half on the first five. One of my more favorite two plays of the night, and this will probably be going into the wager pass, these two, I don't know yet, but under eight and a half in Detroit minus 110 against Seattle and Marco Gonzalez. He's a lefty. Detroit. I don't know what's gotten into their juice lately, but they are uh, winning a lot of games and they're scoring a lot of runs. Matthew Boyd, one of their best pitchers, their steady force at home. He's a lefty. He's got a two and six record, but his ERA has been 
solid. His peripheral numbers are really great. He's got strikeout uh, potential. Seattle has a pretty weak offense to begin with. Marco Gonzalez, very shaky, not a great road pitcher. I could definitely see some success on the Tigers' side tonight. Robbie Grossman is a guy I like to look at for lefty advantages. Jamer Condelario is really great. Nico Goodrum. Eric Haas has been a really good strong point for the Detroit Tigers this year also. I got Detroit last night at minus 110. It's minus 130 now. And that rose very quickly. Under eight and a half, because look, albeit Detroit does have a very inefficient offense, but right now it's absolutely just nuts. Seattle, I don't think they're going to help with the total. So I see this being a grind game. Detroit minus one and a half plus 165. I'm going to go ahead and add that. So we're going for a Tigers trifecta. I don't think I've done that this year at all. Holy Moses. Milwaukee, Cincinnati. We are at Great America Ballpark. We are in Cincinnati. We have very dominant pitchers of Adrian Hauser and Sonny Gray pitching. So I must go under. Hell no. I'm going over eight and a half because I don't do unders in Cincinnati. This is a pure blind bet on my part. Don't tail it if it's not your thing. If you don't venue bet or whatever ballpark bet. But look, I mean, Sonny Gray, I don't understand why. Okay, so Cincinnati keeps being heavy favorites every time or low underdogs in games they shouldn't be every time he's on the mound. Totals are set ridiculously low when he's on the mound. But he's sucked so bad this year. It makes no sense. And it kind of frustrates me, but it excites me in the same time when Vegas and the odds makers do this. Because it's like, very blind. All you got to do is look at his peripherals. Look, I mean, look at the games he's pitched in. Look at the results. Look at how they played out, the game flow, the script. Milwaukee, Hauser. Sure, he's got a Hauser cannon, but like he walks a shit ton of guys. You what you know what happens when you walk guys? Guys behind them hit home runs or extra base hits. You don't walk the leadoff batter. You don't walk guys. You don't walk the pitcher. I guarantee the pitcher will get on base tonight. Either starter will get on base at least once, maybe twice tonight. Via walk or via, let's see, maybe uh, walk, intentional walk, or a little single. I'll say, you know, the pitch, watch. It's just it's going to be that game. Over eight and a half. I'm surprised they didn't set it at eight or seven and a half just because honestly, Vegas can be pretty dumb sometimes. I mean, they're very smart. Don't get me wrong. They take all of our money, but Milwaukee on the road, you know, I'm not looking to back aside here. I don't have an opinion on that. So over eight and a half, over eight and a half. San Fran, Texas. My boy Alex Wood, the lefty's on the mound. I know Texas hits lefties a lot better, but hey, Jordan Lyles is on the mound, so that's a good upgrade for San Fran. Texas. Okay, look, I'm a little worried about this one just because Texas is a little bit better at home. Over-unders at eight. 
It's come down from the opening number of nine. I think we've had a couple of hitters ruled out. San Fran minus 135 is where I'll be at. Yankees, Minnesota, Jordan Montgomery, the lefty on the mound. Yankees on the road after getting swept by their Red Sox rival. Minnesota at home. I'm going to go ahead and take them. They got that last win against the Royals. They got a jumping off point. Yankees, sure, could we use the loss in the sweep to our rivals as bulletin material? Yeah, but do we care? No, because our offense sucks, our bullpen sucks, and we'll probably be in the postseason no matter what. The Twins, I think they win over eight and a half. Twins are also starting Michael Pineda. That's, you know, if you want a different reasoning. Toronto, Chicago, Robbie Ray, who's having a hell of a year. Lefty going up against Carlos Rodon, the lefty. Look, these guys are dominant right now. I'm going under eight. It was at eight and a half. I got the short short side of the smoke. So, look, these guys have been dominant. I like what I see every time out. I love what I see on their baseball savant pages. Rodon got rocked his last start. I'm looking for him to lock in a little bit more here. So maybe look at under eight. I would be even more entertaining. Uh, It would be even more entertaining of a thought to maybe look at the first five, four, going under that with even money. Um, mm, I don't know, because there's a whole lot of home run boppers on this on these lineups. You know, don't get me wrong. I know how capable these offenses are, but, you know, I'm not sure. I'm sure about under eight. You know, I'm still there, but that first five, you know, if I remember off the top of my head, I, I don't have it in front of me. But these two offenses, they are one of the better or two of the better offenses in uh, first five runs per game as an offense collectively. So I don't, I don't want to mess around with all that. Then, hey, this is a perfect way to end it. Kansas City going to the Anaheim Angels. Chris Bubich on the mound. A lefty. Angels get an instant downgrade against lefties. Heaney, the lefty. I'm looking under nine because Heaney strikes out a lot of guys. Bubich has been dominant. His stuff is weird and awkward. The Angels struggle mightily against lefties. They don't have one hitter that hits 300. Everyone pretty much downgrades. What if what what saves them will be the uh, high OPSs? You know those don't really go away. They still have smart hitters. The Royals has plus 145 underdogs. I tried to back them last night. I got a bet at plus 115 going for them to win this series. So, you know, I might look at backing the Royals tonight. Plus 145 on the money line. Didn't work for me last night. I mean, I didn't have any official plays last night, but of course I was still, you know, doing some things in the lab, tracking, la-di-da. The totals moved to eight and a half. 
lot of value, a lot of value on the Royals. DJ Rayburn, it's my le- I, I like this uh, this ump. Check this out. So home money line record, twenty seven point three percent winner, three and eight. The under has a seven and three record in games that DJ Rayburn umpires. Now, as Blake and I always say on the show, water levels out. But maybe we can take advantage of both of those tonight before the water levels out. Under nine, plus 145 for the Royals, I think is enticing. And I think think that'll do it. Real quick shot on some NBA. We're going to do a NCAA uh, scrub tomorrow. Some of the super regionals have been set. Teams have advanced. Teams got knocked out. Liberty, Duke, Gonzaga, Army. All I think both UC schools are out. Um, yeah, Oklahoma State got knocked out. Texas Tech had some good success. Dallas Baptist ended, ended up winning the uh, Fort did they win the – I think they – well, they just sent Oregon State home. Dallas Baptist has had some success in this tournament. Um, I don't have it up in front of me, so I'm going off memory, so I apologize. Nebraska's testing Arkansas. I can't remember who won last night. Arkansas, the number one seed at risk, um, you know, as it currently stands. Not sure exactly what – here, I'll pull it up right now. But Nebraska won the first game – in a double elimination setting. And then uh, they had to beat Arkansas again in the Fayetteville Regional Elimination game. No, Arkansas won last night. So Arkansas sent Nebraska packing. LSU beat Oregon out of their own regional. And we'll unpack more of this tomorrow, like I said. Ole Miss sent Southern Miss home for the to win that regional. So those two teams I said would be at the top of the Oxford regional. Uh, South Florida sent South Alabama home. South Alabama had some success in the Gainesville regional. It was a fun weekend. I hope some of y'all watched it. There was some really, really big upsets. Um, Vanderbilt came from behind. Just about every game, they went to extras against Georgia Tech. They were down big early in that game Sunday. Texas controlled their regional. They, you know, they had a pretty easy draw. East Carolina, Maryland had a really exciting game Sunday. Also, Texas Tech beat UCLA out of the Lubbock regional. Today, there's only one game going on. That's Old Dominion in Virginia. Old Dominion is leading 3-2. This is the elimination game to win the Columbia Regional. Old Dominion, the host. So, yeah, we'll talk Super Regionals tomorrow. Everything will be locked in after today, if I'm not mistaken. It's going to be a fun one. All right, so let's hit some NBA stuff real quick. I think we got a game or two tonight. I'm not exactly sure. I don't keep up with NBA that well. Philly, Atlanta, over 224. Philly didn't score that many points in the first game. Their offense was pretty terrible. We got Embiid ruled in, which fade the star theory came into play. Atlanta was the pick. 
um, with the hoop ball team. And I was personally on the under in that game and it helped with, uh, you know, Philly being all out of sorts. And then we got game one of the uh, Clippers in Utah tonight. This is going to be a fun one. Um, under 220 and a half is a look for me. I think plus four for the Clippers is a look. And then I know our guys are going to be all over this tonight with some prop plays. So I'm, I'm looking to definitely, definitely um, play some wagers based off of what my team says. We got a great squad. We have got a great squad. Um, looking into it further. I don't know. I found a system that's got a 62% win percentage and 21% ROI. And that's uh, NBA playoffs, more money on the favorites. Utah minus four. So I might actually need to back Utah. Utah is minus 130 on the money line. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Okay, cool. I'm going to dig into that game a little further, but first just overview, glance what I got in front of me, what I'm simming through, skimming, what I'm skimming through, sifting. I think I tried to say both of those words together. Um, That's what I like. I initially was looking at Clips plus four, but look, uh, look how they performed in game one against Dallas. So they had that game seven. They were a little gassed. Yep, Utah with that defense tonight. Philly, Atlanta, over 224. It's come up from 222 and a half. So we don't really touch NHL on the show, but uh, tonight we do have two games, series tied between the Knights and the Avalanche. I knew this was going to be a great, great series. So view that, watch that, get in the Discord Get wager pass. Come talk with us in the Discord. We have a couple guys that actually do do hockey uh, over there. We have di- we have some Discord hockey chatter. Tampa Bay, Carolina. Tampa Bay has a chance to win this series tonight. Uh, Carolina just cannot score enough goals. Tampa Bay's offense very very significant. So I've enjoyed watching the playoff hockey. I'm not a ha- hockey handicapper or professional, so to say. But uh, I do love watching hockey. I do. So I felt like it was um, my position to speak about it, highlight it, bring it up a little bit within this episode. Okay. That's a wrap. Let's go. Don't forget to find us on Twitter. Support the show on Twitter. Don't forget hoop-ball.com. At D-A-L-E-007 is my Twitter. And then you can also check out the rest of the team at Hootball Gaming. Don't forget those promo codes in the wager pass. As always, I am sending you all of my good vibes and all of my good energies. Let's have a great day. Be safe, be kind, do something nice. Take care. This has been a Hootball presentation.